everybody listen to We're Not Wizards. Because we are the best. And we're not wizards. No matter what anybody says. Goodbye. Mind Management Board Game Review. First Impressions. Is it? Is this a review? Or is this just sounds in your head? Who knows? Self-awareness in board games is a minimum commodity that not many designers are willing to visit, let alone stay there. If anything, they want you to look at their game as a means of escape. A way out of your normal day-to-day grind. Mind Management embraces his existence in a way I haven't seen in a board game ever. And it makes you think you're watching Ryan Reynolds break the fourth wall repeatedly while trying to be serious. This is all about the big conspiracy, the secret conspiracies, the code names and talking and the recruitment and people in doorways and meetings at fountains and outdoor cafes. It's about chasing down the recruiters as a rogue agent and trying to make the world a less controlled place. Full stop. In the spirit of enjoyment and discovery, there will be no spoilers in this article. Maybe there is their spoilers. Don't read it or listen. There's spoilers. Spoilers. Mind management is a hidden movement game and for those unfamiliar with the concept, this means that regardless of the number of players, you're playing as two teams heading off against each other on the same board space. Unlike other competitive games, one of the team will essentially be hidden from view and it's the other team's job to track them down and claim victory. Hidden movement games have provided me with some of the most tense gaming sessions I've experienced as a player, and so I was excited to see how mind management compared, and what it did to make it stand out from the crowd, all in a relatively quiet part of the board game space. You're not looking at an overly complicated concept or mechanics here at a base level. Whether you play as two or the full five players, one of you will play as the recruiter from mind management, while the others will play as the four rogue agents, trying to ascertain the location of the recruiter. The rogue agents are present on the board as standees, while the recruiter will have their own smaller version of the board behind the screen, where they'll mark out where they have been as they move around the board trying to evade capture, while at the same time recruiting people to the mind management cause. Across the board, there are landmarks where the recruiter will pass through and collect new recruits to help their cause. If the rogue rogue agents can ask if the recruiter has passed through a certain type of landmark to help map out where the recruiter has been. You lay down clues. Guesses. There's wonderful brain-shaped clues. The idea is to lower the base area down enough to help pinpoint where the recruiter is so the agents agents can carry out a capture action. And as you get more familiar with the base game... You bring in the mortals who fall under the recruiter's control to assist them in helping to avoid detection while also allowing recruitment to take place at a quicker pace. Mind management is designed to be played repeatedly, with players encouraged to log multiple plays and then based on the success or failure, they have the chance to change the game by opening one of the many shift packages that will change the game incrementally. 
Mind management benefits from having very easy to understand base mechanics and based on who you play with, there's likely to be a reasonable amount of tension as the net either tightens enough or you escape to recruit another day. In terms of in terms of winning, collect enough recruits as the recruiter or survive long enough and you'll win the game and further the mind management cause. Capture the recruitment and the rogue agents will win the game. You think like two sentences and that would be an easy thing to say, but this, this is like the third time I've tried to record that sentence. It's just not working. It's just, it's a disaster. Mind management's based on the comic series by Matt Kind. And it brought him on board to illustrate the game. What you end up here with the game that looks very little like what you've seen in any other game you've played. The illustrations on the card art and the board are simple, almost kinetic in nature. You can easily imagine them being animated as you move the pieces around the board. There's a fear and loathing type of feel here, chaotic and frantic. The box art itself contains what appears to be little notes scrawled on the outside, and all the while the game is telling you that maybe you aren't really playing a game at all. You're not. The shift system teases you with a note asking if anyone you would know if you would if you took a peek. Mind management wraps itself up in self-awareness and helps to distance it a lot from the other games out there. On the other side, this gonzo approach to design reigns confusion when you're first learning the game. Other games would be careful to make things as clear as possible. Location cards look like they've been pulled together from different sources and the board needs to be studied sometimes in order for you to be able to grab the information that you need in an instance. And uh, considering as the recruiter you need to avoid giving tells, well, it can sometimes let you down. You're going to have mind management laid out on the table at the local games club. And, well, I've no doubt it's going to stop people in tracks and have them asking questions. In terms of learning, well, look, the teach isn't hard here, but oh my days, it could be so much easier to learn. This is due to a rulebook that tries to be a Swiss army knife when it could work so much better as just a separate knife and fork. I can see here what off the page I've tried to do here. With the sections in green that you read as a new player and the sections in red that you read if you're playing a bigger game and the sections without either colour that are supposed to be read at all the way through, including the version you want to play. Now this is designed so the main thrust of the game doesn't have to be repeated, but I wonder if a smaller, smaller intro rulebook would help. That once you do understand the core concept, the cards and information on the board do a decent job of not requiring you to pay a visit back to the main rules again. For those who find rulebooks a chore at the best of times, then I suggest checking out a playthrough video. But also, make sure you download the extremely handy mobile app, which does an exceptional job of showing you how the core mechanics work. And, well, it serves as, as a much-needed companion app to help you understand how to play before you take the command of teaching that first lesson with friends. In terms of timing, mind management can take hours if you want it to. While there's the tension of the cat and mouse of the game, like other hidden movement games, there's the psychology that surrounds it in the social fog, where you can be exchanging quips with those who are trying to hunt you down, where things can get wonderfully personal as you try to project what you know about your opponents onto the board itself. You can rattle through a game extremely quickly if the mood takes you, but that would be doing a disservice to the atmosphere and the world that mind management is built in. Final thoughts. Well... They're not final thoughts, but maybe final thoughts without capital letters only because mind management offers a whole lot more than I think players are going to realise when they first open the box. To call it a hidden movement is both accurate, 
But a wonderful disservice to where mind management is aiming for. Whitechapel's hidden movement, game in its purest form. Mind management is trying to be a self-aware concept album and all that's missing is the back cover black and white photo of the band members under a bridge. The artwork from Matt kind is dangerous on the table. Nothing you've probably seen before. It would offend the eyes of graphic designers and board game artwork feedback Facebook groups that are constantly shout about clarity and reason and organisation. When you first squint at it, and you will squint at it, you'll wonder if how it's going to be playable, let alone enjoyable. It doesn't sit there passively either. Side notes and comments and hidden clues all shout at you from the box. Everything from the screen to the card art is trying to make a statement. It makes missteps, which is expected from such a cocky little bugger. The rulebook provides unneeded learning barriers, which luckily fade away after the first couple of games. The entire additional boofy delights of the shift system, the options to add in the additional difficulties with the mayhem tokens, where other games take a theme and cover their game with a thin watercolour veil, making sure to touch lightly and gently. Off the page pours mind management all over the box and components like a mixture of peanut butter and petrol, and then sets everything alight laughing as it does. You'll hate it. You sure about that? You positive? Be positive. You're positive. It's not that bad. It's fine. It's good. Come in. Join us. Have a seat. Welcome aboard. Any tips? Reveal is your friend. Make sure you ask and follow up with a reveal action as soon as you can to help build your net. The game was designed by Seng Fung Lim and Jay Cormier. Illustration, design and comic art and writing by Matt Kint. The rule book by Charlene Kint. Rules editors Jeff Fraser. An app developer. Fabulous, wonderful and much required Eric Rao. This review is based on the retail version of the game provided to us by the designer and publisher. We're not paid for this review. We give a general overview of the gameplay and so not all of the mechanics or aspects of the game may be mentioned. The majority of the games that we play are going to take a reasonable number of sessions and playthroughs to fully understand every possibility that they offer. So we hope this write-up gives you an idea of whether or not this game is something you consider playing or even adding to your collection. Six Degrees of Expectation have been written to make it easier for you to find out what is important to you as a player. Even if we don't like something, well hopefully it helps you decide if it's something you should find out more about. We always suggest you to check out a gameplay video to give you a better understanding of the game as it's played. If you want to review the original review, please visit our website, we'renotwizards.co.uk. Thank you for listening. Remember, stay safe, roll sixes, make something awful. Or don't. Or do. But until the next time, goodbye. A wizard is never late. Is he early? He arrives precisely when he means to.